Hello and welcome to another episode of Dirty Dishes and tonight I am going to talk about chasing love. Yes, that's right. Let's chase love or let's not. I'm going to go with not chasing it if um, you are in a situation where you are confused and maybe you are dating multiple people at the same time or you're in a situation where your marriage is falling apart and maybe you're doing the whole emotional affair thing or maybe you've had an affair let's you know hey i'm not gonna judge everybody's got their something everybody's got their flaws um relationships are deeply complicated and Never more so did I learn that as when I went through my divorce, as with having friends that got divorced, family members, um, the reasons were all over the spectrum um, for why the divorce happened. And I want to try to be an all-inclusive podcast and be real and, and talk about real things. And sometimes it's hard to express those things. And encourage ourselves to embrace those situations that may make us a little bit uncomfortable. So I have been in a situation before in my life where when I was going through my divorce, I really was looking for someone to help me through it, somebody to cling to, somebody um, to help me out because I was feeling so low. I was feeling so Mm, how do I say this? I was feeling so unsure about myself. I was feeling so many things and they were not positive. And, you know, I wanted to do this tonight too, because we just went through women's empowerment and I want to keep that encouragement going. And even if you're a man listening to this, you know, Hey, Maybe you'll get some encouragement out of this, or maybe you'll learn what not to do in a relationship, or maybe you'll want learn what you can do better in a relationship. Who knows? Um, so this dark, dark time that I went through when I was going through my divorce, I was really looking for somebody to pick me up off the ground. I was really looking for someone to help me through a very tough situation when I was feeling so down and out about myself. Um, I don't think I could really find anything during that time that was really positive, that was really motivating. Um, I just felt horrible. And there were times I wasn't eating, there was times I wasn't sleeping. Um, and those do not help when you are already feeling down and out and then you can't sleep and you're not eating properly or you're skipping meals, um, due to stress. It's just very hard all the way around. And I've had a lot of people, you know, say that they have had hookups in between, um, being separated and eventually finalizing their divorce, divorce. But I've also seen those hookup situations um, turn into complicated situations because they are looking to maybe fall in love or they want that love or maybe the other person that they're kind of using as a crutch in that situation um, really wants to be with them, but you're going through a hard time and you're not sure if you really want to be in a relationship. There's so many complicating factors. Um, and so 
that's why I want to talk about this because I think we all have been in situations where we feel like we're chasing love or we're chasing the like factor and there's so many confusing things going on emotionally in our minds even if you're not going through a divorce and you're just a single person and you're trying to figure out the dating game or you're looking for Mr. Right or you're looking for Mrs. Right and you're trying to find that person and I think it's really more difficult now I feel like um, in terms of figuring out if somebody really wants to be with us or not. Um, There's a lot more dating sites out there. Um, even when I got divorced, the main dating sites that were out were eHarmony and Match.com. Now there are so many more. Now there's Tinder, there's Grinder, you know, um, Cupid, okay, Cupid is another one. I think there's one called Hinged um, that I recently saw a commercial for. And there's so many more dating sites out there. I and probably neglecting a lot. Um, it's just because I'm not in the dating game. Um, I know Facebook also has their dating website as well. So I think there's all these options out there. And when you have so many options, um, sometimes I think people can get greedy or they can think, well, I'm going to talk to this person, this person, this person. Um, I was never good at dating multiple people. That is just, um, not good for me. <laughs> if I'm struggling to figure out how one person feels about me, I do not want to struggle to figure out how two or three people feel about me. There's just no way. Um, some people can juggle that. Some people are cool with that. Um, I want to say with this whole chasing love thing that we realize if a man or a woman says to us that they just want to hook up, that they just want to be friends, we need to listen to that. And if we find ourselves catching feelings, we need to maybe check ourselves or be honest with the person that we're seeing and say, hey, look, this is what's going on inside of me. This is how I feel. If you're not there, then maybe we should break it off. And I think far too much we stay in a relationship that we're really not compatible in or the feelings aren't reciprocated just because we don't want to be alone. And I think that's another reason sometimes that we chase love or we chase that other person because we don't want to be alone. And I think we have all gone through a phase like that where we've had bad relationship after bad relationship or maybe we were in a really serious relationship and it comes to an end and we're like, well, I've been with this person for X amount of years and now I'm alone. I don't want to be alone. Or maybe we are in a relationship that was kind of sexless or not a lot of passion. Now we're looking for the passion. You know, that reminds me of um, Rachel on Friends when she is talking about the craziest place she's ever had sex in her life. And she says, oh, it was at the foot of my bed. And so then she starts dating the guy Paolo, if any of you remember that. And he doesn't really speak a whole lot of English. He's just a very good looking, very built guy. And she gets to experience that passion. But sometimes we start looking for more in a relationship than the other person is willing to give. And so I think sometimes we hang on hoping that the other person is going to see our side of it or that they're going to fall madly in love with us at some point. And I have been there as well and it's a very devastating place to be. 
you still want to be in that person's life. You may think, well, we can still be friends with benefits, even if this is going on. But in reality, it's not a healthy situation for you or for that other person because the other person is going to have to keep putting up that barricade or keep putting up that wall and saying, no, this is strictly a hookup situation or I just want to date around. I don't really want to be serious with anybody. And when I had guys in my life tell me, hey, I just want to date. I don't want to be serious. I want to keep this fun. I want to keep this light. I am very guilty um, during that time of not listening to that because I, like I said, I was a one woman person. I did not want to be with anybody else. I wanted one person um, at a time. I was not a big fan of dating and I think sometimes guys are more into the dating realm. I I don't have many um, girlfriends that dated a whole lot of guys at the same time. Um, so I don't have much experience with that and I don't want to exclude anybody, um, or stereotype to one gender, but I'm not real sure on the female side about dating multiple guys. I have not witnessed it myself and I have not really seen any of my girlfriends do that. Um, however, I've, I've experienced it on my end with dating men and them saying to me, Hey, you know, I just want to hang out or I just want to hook up. And I think it's harder now, um, with dating because I think there is somewhat of a hookup culture. There is somewhat of a, um, well, I have all this variety and variety is a spice life, but when we catch feelings, for that person or we want more, how long do we chase it? How long are we going to chase that love that we're looking for? How long are we willing to let ourselves go on to keep this relationship or keep the hookup going because we want that companionship. We want the other person to change their mind. Um, I am so guilty of wanting the other person to change their mind. And there were several times in my life where that was just not going to happen. It was just not the reality of the situation. And it really, really sucked for me. And then there were times I really picked myself up and was like, no, I'm not going to do this. So I encourage you to really understand what your boundaries are. And if somebody says they want to date, take them at their word that they just want to date and if they come to you later on and they say to you hey you know I want something more serious great you can move forward with that but you have to know your stopping point and I don't think you have to tell that other person necessarily I don't think you have to hand out ultimatums but I do think you have to know that boundary within yourself and I think sometimes when we're in our early 20s and maybe we haven't had that much dating experience that we don't know where that boundary is. We don't know when to say stop or, hey, this isn't working for me anymore. And even though we may know it's not working, sometimes we continue on because we think, well, I don't want to be alone for Valentine's Day. I don't want to be alone for my birthday. And then sometimes you can sit there and hang out in this weird limbo and it's not fun. And if that limbo continues on for a year, um, I have actually seen that happen a few times where people ha have hung out with each other for like a year, 
but the relationship never progressed. You know, they still didn't meet each other's parents. They were still like maybe dating casually or they were doing the booty call. And it's not a fun situation to be in, especially if you're the one that has feelings, especially if you want more. So I encourage anybody out there that's in a relationship or somewhat of a relationship to be able to stand your ground and know that you're worth it. That there is somebody out there who can potentially give you what you want. That You don't have to settle um, for the chase and chasing your love or chasing the like. You don't want to chase that. You want to be valued for who you are and what you're about. And you have to know those boundaries and you have to know those limits. And I really wish when I was younger that somebody would have told me, hey, know your worth. Know that you are worth it to love. Know that you're worth it to be wooed. Know that you are worth more than this person is telling you. And I think that's so important. And that's why I really wanted to talk about this. um, Because it reminds me of the scene too in My Best Friend's Wedding. Has anybody ever watched that? I'm sure they have. Um, with Julia Roberts. And there's this scene towards the end of the movie where she is actually chasing her guy friend that she loves. And her other friend tells her, well, you're chasing him, but who's chasing you? And that's a really pivotal moment, right? Who is chasing you? If you're constantly doing the chasing, if you're constantly doing the texting, if you're constantly making plans for dates or whatever your situation is, is it really worth it at the end of the day if you're the only one putting the effort forth? And so I really think that you have to know that boundary line. And if you're the one who's doing all the chasing, stop and maybe reevaluate where you're at. And I know sometimes too, um, there are situations that are complicated with divorce say you're going to do going through a divorce or the other person is going through a divorce or a separation or whatever. Um, these are complicated relationships too. Um, because sometimes you don't know how serious to be. Um, you don't know what the other person wants, or maybe you don't know what you want. And that is really complicated. And the other thing too, is when there's kids involved it makes it more complicated. So you really have to sit down and evaluate where you're at in the relationship. What are the rules? You know, when do you meet the children? Is that even a, the right thing to do since maybe one of you or both of you are going through a divorce? There's so many things. So I would definitely say lay your expectations out. Say, look, we're not going to meet the kids for six months. Um, My divorce is finalized in four months, but we're going to wait six. Um, I don't want to introduce my kids to somebody I'm not serious with. Um, Those types of expectations only help the relationship. They only help with understanding and being able to handle it appropriately because you don't want your children to meet somebody right away that may be gone in two weeks or two months. You don't know. Um, I think there's also situations where um, sometimes people are married and they're dating somebody on the side. And those are difficult situations. Granted, that is not the right thing to do, but it does happen because we are humans and we have needs and we have wants and we have desires. And it does happen. And I think if you're involved with somebody who is married 
Um, I think it's already a complicated situation. I think my best advice to you is if you guys have children, um, don't complicate it with the children. Don't involve them whatsoever. I, I think that's like a cardinal rule. Don't do that. Um, I also think that if you're in a situation like that, most of the time the people stay married to their partner. They don't leave. It's, it's very few and far between that that really happens. And I think sometimes if you're in a situation like that, you can be stuck to clinging to the what if, because it might be like a teeter totter effect. Um, where you're riding the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Um, one minute you're really happy because you get to be with that person. And the next minute you realize, hey, that person isn't going to leave their spouse. They aren't going to ever really be with me. And sometimes you have to realize that you're worth more than being somebody's second choice. And this whole situation... Um, with chasing love, you don't want to be a second choice. You don't want to come in second place to their work. Um, you don't want to come in second place to anything. You want to be their priority and with a priority within reason. But we all deserve to feel like we belong in that relationship. And anytime it's a good relationship, the whole outlook on the relationship will be clear it'll be clear as day it'll be a lovely ocean view there will be no distractions there will be no complicating factors but if it's not right you will feel confused you will feel hurt you will analyze every situation you will constantly regret the things you said you'll regret sending that text or making that phone call whatever it may be but if the relationship is meant to be and it's supposed to happen you will have it clearly laid out in front of you you won't feel nervous about it so much there's good nervous and there's bad nervous the good nervous is like you're really excited you've got your adrenaline going and you're going to go out on this magical date the other thing that is really bad nervous is you feel anxious, you feel on edge, you're texting your friends, you're trying to say, hey, can you analyze this? Like, I don't understand what he's saying, or I don't understand what she's saying, or what do you think this means? It will be very clear to you what that person wants. It'll be very clear to you how you feel about that person. So if you look out on the horizon of your relationship and it's very cloudy and there's a lot of fog and there's a lot of smog, you know, it's it's not good. So if something is meant to be for you and it feels right and you don't feel those complicated feelings of anxiousness and nervousness and constantly have to analyze and feel like there's all these obstacles in the way, then it's probably the right relationship. But if it feels complicated all the time and it feels like you can't trust yourself to make the right decision and you feel as though you're chasing your tail, like a dog chasing its tail over and over again and you're going in circles and the relationship isn't going anywhere, then it probably isn't the right one. And you need to realize that you're worth more than that and that you're more valuable than just waiting for somebody to make sure that you're right for them. You are more important than that. You have to be important to yourself. 
You have to love yourself. And I believe it's so true when they say you have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. And it is so true. It is something I really learned um, during my divorce that I have to love myself first and foremost before I can go on and love anybody else. So if you feel like you're chasing love, no matter what your situation, I don't care what your situation is. I appreciate all of you and no judgment from me. What? So sorry if you heard me just say what. Um, Somebody actually opened my studio door and I'm not really sure why. They just opened the door. I'm not too happy about it. (laughs) Sorry about that. So um, I'm not the best, like I said, the editing process. So if you hear that, I do apologize. I will try to go back and edit it out. We'll see if not. Somebody opened the door and I'm not really sure why. But this was my studio time. So sorry about that. So anyways, do not chase love, know your worth, know your value, understand that you are the best and that you deserve the best and that you deserve happiness and belonging and love and everything that goes with that. And I hope this finds you well and that you understand that you are great no matter what.